Bengals week. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation Dogs by Nature. A little Eye of the Tiger, right? I was thinking of a tiger type of song. It's, it's all I got, folks. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjancic from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. Matt, how's it going? Eye of the Tiger. That's uh, any, other, any other tiger type song I should have chosen, or is that okay? No, that one's perfect, to be honest with you. Uh, that's a that's a throwback to what got me into the Rocky movies was the Ooh. great soundtracks that they had. And, yeah. You know, you can say what you want about how the the series went for a while there, whether it was good and or bad, but music was always elite. Oh, no kidding. I would say Rockies 1, 2, and 3, definite. Like, Thunderlips and Mr. T, like, sign me up any day. After that... Rocky. You Hulk Hogan fan, oh. you, of course you would say yes. that's a good movie. Come on! It's brilliant. That and No Holds Barred. Like, No Holds Barred is a yeah, hidden that's classic. Yeah, that's an uh, underrated movie, in oh. my opinion. Uh, it, it's, I mean, it's a terrible movie, but it's still a fun movie to watch. It's kind of like, it's kind of how I equate it to Draft Day. Like, if you're not a fan of the people in it, it's not a good movie. But if you're like a fan, right. of, if you're a fan of the topic, like wrestling and No Holds Barred and Hulk Hogan, check. Like, he could have just sat and, and stared at the screen for two hours and I would have applauded. And then Draft Day, of course, is the Browns, so it's all good, right? But, but like, if it was on, because Draft Day was almost made about the Buffalo Bills. If that movie was about the Bills, like, that would be a terrible movie. But because it's the Browns, it works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, you're not wrong. Right? Like, it, it, you know, when you've got a vested personal interest in it, yeah. things tend to be a little bit more interesting. Exactly, exactly. And we definitely have a vested interest in the Cleveland Browns and this game, seeing if they can get back on track. Five and seven. Matt, we lost to a quarterback named Duck. Are you kidding me? Like, honestly, it, it, we're recording this on Friday. It took me legit end of day Wednesday to, to get, like, the scowl off my face. And I, st- I was just like, I almost, I almost blocked, like, a, 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 a broadcasting acquaintance who just was, like, on me on Twitter. I, I tweeted back. I'm like, dude, I'm going to block your ass. Sorry. Like, stop. Stop or I'm <laughs> you blocking were, you. You were in that kind of mood. I, no I was like, dude, dude, I'm like, I'm going to block you. I'm like, I'm not messing around with this Steeler garbage. I'm not messing around. He's like, oh, sorry, man. I'm like, yes, good. Don't talk to me. Sorry. Maybe that makes me a bad something. I don't know. But I don't. I, I, I could. We lost to a guy named Duck, Matt. What the hell happened? And then we're burying it. Then we're, we're burying that game. But good Lord, could you believe it? That we lost to Duck Hodges. Good God. I... I, I could believe it because I said this is the game, the type of game, and this is me being a cynic after 11 years of doing this and yeah. cheering for the Browns my whole life. Uh, it was the game they should have won by two touchdowns easy, mm-hmm. and those tend to be the games that they find ways to lose. Oh, you sure did. And that has been a trend for a very long time now, and it clearly did not reverse itself yesterday. And I got to say this, and I, I've settled down. I was so mad. Like, I would have fought 68-year-old Dan Fouts if I saw him in person on Sunday. On the broadcast team for CBS. <laughs> Dan Fouts, I know you'll never hear this, but if anybody knows Dan Fouts, tell him Andy McNamara says, you suck. He is the worst color commentator. Like, what's his best? You never played for the Steelers. What's his vested interest in cheering for Doc Hodges, that freaking homer? Dan Fouts, you are hot, hot garbage. And go away. Like, 
go away, you so what, piece of so crap. So what you're saying is he can never go to can never come up to Toronto, Canada. Oh, dude, I, you know what? I told I honestly I have a few people on my band guest list because in you know we're in in Toronto and you go around different NFL spots and all that, and a lot of people might think Dan Fouts is a great guest. I notified the producers. I said on my shows you never get Dan Fouts. I said or it's gonna be it's gonna be very awkward on the air. Because I will call his, <laughs> I will call his ass out for being an absolute horrendous commentator. I have Mike Lombardi on that list and Jason Lacanfora, um, and Adam Silver, because Silver's a no, no Mike Silver. Adam Silver's the commissioner of the NBA. Adam Silver can come on. Yeah, you don't want Adam Silver can come the on. Commissioner of the league. The commission can come on anytime. Mike Silver, who's a uh, complete Hugh Jackson hack and loser as well. So I got like four. I got a handful of on the media band list, but. Anyway, that, that really, <laughs> as we're losing to a guy named Ducky, got some old uh, loser quarterback uh, spouting off. That really bugged me. But anyway, that's done. We're, we're, done with the, we're done with the Steelers. We cannot change it. We are 5-7. and seven. There is a 6% chance that we can still make the playoffs. We can grasp onto that, I suppose. Um, and the 1-11 Bengals come to town. And, Matt, I got to tell you, even though Andy Dalton's back, I think it benefits the Browns greatly that Cincinnati got that win last week because now they exhale. Now there's not that we've been in this situation. As the season goes on, if you're looking for that win, you become a dangerous opponent to a team because you don't want to go winless. So I, I feel this is a, a, a chance for the Bengals to kind of exhale and, and maybe not have that sense of urgency, which is good news for Cleveland. Yeah, I could see it that way. I could also see the Bengals trying to build momentum too. Mm. Um, it could very easily go that way, where they're they're like, "Hey, we got you. Let's go get another one. Let's see if we can, you know, try to resurrect the season." But the thing with that is, uh, I do agree with you that they avoided the dreaded 0-16, which means there might be a let up because they do realize that they are still going to need a good draft position yeah. to address their glaring need at quarterback, and they don't want. It sounds crazy, but they don't want to win too much and then put themselves out of getting potentially Joe Burrow and then ending up with Tua Tungavailoa, whose leg and, and or hip is not not good. Yeah, yeah, you can uh, – he'll, he'll fall to somebody else. But you're right because, hey, Washington's creeping up. Giants are creeping up. Not to say that they want to want a quarterback necessarily, but who knows who else might deal. Um, there's a lot – Miami's still in the mix there, so – yeah, there's a lot of intrigue um, about that first overall pick. But for the Browns, Matt, listen, you, you, we're living in the coulda, shoulda, wouldas a whole bunch this season, and uh, that's what's so frustrating. But you beat Cincinnati, you're 6-7, and seven, then you go out to Arizona, which I am, I am horrified about that Kyler Murray's going to beat us. God, we'll worry about that next week. But like, we look at the rest of the schedule, then it's the Ravens and the Bengals. When you look at this Browns record, as things stand now, Matt, and I would say I would say it's safe to say it'd be just blind faith to think that the team will become more disciplined and figure things out under Freddie Kitchens. What do you feel the record is that Freddie needs to get to come back next year as head coach? Or is he safe no matter what in your mind? I think that ship has already sailed because I thought he needed to go 10 and 6. Wow. Okay. So he clearly did not do that. What if, what if you get to eight and eight, and you technically have a better record than last year, which was seven, eight, and one? You have one. You can you could say you improved one game. It, it's not good enough. What about nine With and seven? With the talent that they they had, they easily should be flirting with ten and six, eleven and five. Oh no, no doubt. And and 
a lot of undisciplined play happened this year, and it was arguably the reason why you got beat by Tennessee. Um, arguably, you could make the case for the Patriots' loss too. Rams. Uh, Rams was just bad play calling. I don't remember too many undisciplined moments in that one, but maybe I'm missing something because it was a couple of months ago, and I tend to flush the system <laughs> every uh, every couple of weeks or so. But uh, yeah, I I just think undisciplined play. He showed that from day one he was overmatched and he was he was not good, and it hasn't gotten any better their discipline hasn't gotten better. I no. mean, uh, as evidence to the fact that the helmet swing from hell, uh, oh, you know, the season done for the year. I mean, that's your best defensive yeah. player. Yeah. How do you let that happen? <laughs> Is he even available next year? That's, that's another thing we don't know. I, like, I don't, don't know, know, but I would have, I would have paid seriously good money for his own teammates to tackle him just to keep him from losing the rest of the year. And then, Man. And to be honest with you, I, I wrote a story a couple of weeks ago about the NFL saying that they were hopeful that Miles Garrett won't miss any games next year. I don't think Miles gets away clean. I think Miles is going to miss at least four games. Next oh, year. that's such BS, stupid NFL. I'm getting, I'm getting the the vibe that they're going to make this a ten game suspension, <sighs> and they're going to try to make an example of Miles Garrett if this because was... they don't want any more helmet swinging and helmet removal type stuff. If this was a, a Steeler or a Patriot doing it, it wouldn't be half that. Wouldn't be half of this. So ridiculous. It's because it's the Browns, that's why. But they bought it on themselves though. Man. They don't they don't get to have the the benefit of the doubt anymore. Have you because seen because they've shown that they don't deserve it. Matt, but have you seen Mason Rudolph's face? Wouldn't you want to hit that with a helmet too? Come on. I'm not a cornerstone <laughs> member of a franchise. I'm as replaceable as replaceable gets. Uh, <laughs> I would and, love to smack Mason Rudolph with a helmet myself with that dumb look on his face. But you know what? It proved – it, it, boy, we would have rather seen Mason Rudolph last week. Tell you that. Man. Yeah, because he would have turned it over four times. And you know what? <laughs> the thing is, too, like just like Brandon Allen, like I said on this and other shows, I'll say it again. Brandon Allen with the Denver Broncos and Duck Hodges for the Steelers will have their best games this season against the Browns. Brandon Allen nosedived after, and so will Duck Hodges. It's just this team – Finds ways to beat itself. They're super thin at defensive uh, on the defensive line now. Like Matt Chris Smith gets let go. Like man, that uh, I know it's a business, but dude had a pretty serious personal tragedy. You would have thought at least would have been nice to keep him on uh, a little bit to the end of the year or something. But he's he's gone. You're shuffling up that Devereaux Lawrence is gone. It seems like they're they're just eliminating positions and making themselves thinner. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I was a huge. Um contrarian opinion on that uh with chris smith get the guy to the end of the year like i, I know yeah. this is the nfl not in the business of charity and whatnot but understand the situation that you have and understand the the look mm-hmm. of it yeah you don't understand the optics like help make the guy a decision out, like that yeah like, like just... the guy lost his girlfriend, the mother of his child, yeah, and still came back and played that same week for That's, you. That same week, yeah. It does seem like a. It probably wasn't anything that maybe Dorsey or whoever uh, thought about 
but it should have been because that's that's not great. Um, now Put that, him on IR and so, say, look, your yeah. head hasn't been right. We understand it. We want to keep you here. You're a good dude. Come work out. You've been through a lot. Let, let's just have you go on IR. And and we'll figure something out so you can you know still be a part of this organization. And then exactly. they come out the next day and Freddie's like, oh, we're going to support Chris. We're going to support Chris. We're going to support Chris. You can't do that if he signs with another team, or if he's just not there, or if he's just not there. Yeah. Your opportunity to support him left when you kicked him out of the door. It's gone. Exactly. Make sure you get us. And on- you did so at a position, mind you that you are horribly thin at to the point where they might have to sign you and me to play defensive end next week if they're not careful. I'll start swinging the helmet at Kyler Murray, I'll tell you that. Don't put me out there. <laughs> all right, all right we'll, put, we'll save you for the – no, we can't save you for the – No, I'll get Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson too. Either. Uh, no, you don't have to catch him, though. That's true. You're, you're, you're not catch catching him. Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray you might be able to run down, but Lamar Jackson's not a change in health. I'll have to be, throw, have to be throwing the helmet at him, yeah. I get it. Make sure you make sure you get us on Twitter at AndyMC81 at Matt Fleur Jansen. And make sure too, folks, you check out our buddies at Cleveland Whiskey. ClevelandWhiskey.com. Man, the 87 is phenomenal. My new favorite at Cleveland Whiskey. Um, I'm saving the last bit. I'm down to my last last couple last couple pours. I'm saving it for the next Browns win, Matt. So mate, you can toast with us for this Browns win coming up against the Bengals, we hope. Uh, with the 87, with the original, the Christmas bourbon is out, of course, and that with the artwork on the bottle, it's a collectible. It's sensational. It, they describe it that it tastes like Christmas, and it really does. It's tough to describe, but it really does taste like Christmas. And check out all their award-winning uh, underground series like Black Cherry and, and the Hickory Woods, a personal favorite as well. So check it all out. It's not just in Cleveland or, or Northeast Ohio. Uh, you can go to clevelandwhiskey.com and find out the locations near you where they distribute it, as well as on social media, at Cleve Whiskey on Twitter and at Cleveland Whiskey on Instagram. Terrific recipes, too. They have, like, fall and Christmas and uh, and holiday recipes that you can go with the bourbon. So very, very cool stuff there. Um, Matt, when we look at the Bengals, Andy Dalton brought back. Uh, they got the win. A.J. Green will not play. We know that. Uh, the offensive line is terrible. Defense, not what it once was, obviously. Browns are favored 7.5 at home. Over-under set at 42. And the current temperature, it's looking like 49 degrees Fahrenheit. And it looks like partly cloudy. It looks like, at least as of right now, it might be dry. Um, what's your gut telling you on this on this game with, with, with the Browns? Are they? Uh, we talked about the Bengals a little bit. How do you think the Browns' head is at with all the continuing distractions? Odell Beckham Jr. saying being vague about his future here. Like, do you think their heads are going to be in it? If I'm being totally honest, I would love to say yes, but I don't see how. I They lost their chance at the playoffs. Uh, realistically, I think if a couple of things happen, their 6% chance could go up to 60 by the end of the week. Ooh. But I, I just don't see how, with all the distractions that they they put it aside and just blow away the Bengals like they did the Dolphins. And I, I think this one is going to be a lot closer than it probably should. Um, Talent-wise, I would hope that they're able to survive it. Um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt should be huge focal points going away the rest of the year. We keep saying and that. They should try to take take the air out of the ball. and Not literally don't pull a Tom not Brady, no. you, but uh, just – don't run the damn or don't pass the damn ball unless you have to, because the last thing you want to do is give another quarterback.
quarterback who's probably going to be a backup next year uh, an opportunity to make plays. Do what you can to keep the ball in your hands. Well, and Matt, Baker Mayfield, speaking of hands, uh, scary moment with him getting his knocking his hand on um, Bud Dupree's helmet. Didn't practice Wednesday, did Thursday, and all signs pointing that he's going to, to play and that everything's normal. Is there is there any real concern over that over that injured hand? It was more concerning the way the Browns put him in peril than it was mm. the, his actual injury. I mean, a minute left, you pop a couple big runs, great, but again, where's the slant routes? Yep. Where's the out routes? Yep. Why are we throwing the go, uh, the go route every single time? We're very predictable, and we're also not very effective, and you put your franchise at risk when you let Baker – you know, take another shot in a game where he took five sacks. And again, Matt, it's Freddie Kitchens, again, going back to that, he's not learning. Why with the offensive line the way it is, are you having your quarterback hold on to the ball? You are letting people tee off and you don't learn. Like, it's like he can't help himself and it just exposes the inexperience that he's in over his head. Like, I'm to the point, I don't really care how the season ends. You got to start, you got to make a change. You keep the continuity and the football operations up top. You keep that vision, and you, you try to figure out a head coach. And I think you, like, I, I don't think you can go first-time head coach with this team. I think you got to get somebody like I'm not a big Mike McCarthy fan last year, but by all accounts, it sounds like he's taken the year, has self scouted himself for mistakes, is putting together a staff. So you know he's going to be looking to prove something. That's an interest. Ron Rivera got fired from Carolina. That would be interesting. Like there's there's a whole bunch of other options. But the next guy I want in here is is experience because you got a roster like the way Dorsey's built this team Matt they're ready to win now like we, we can't reboot and have like okay here's here's Jerry and uh you know it's his first time as head coach too and and then you're in another two-year falling plan yeah you can't let that happen oh boy so folks, and, and uh, I'm, I'm concerned that it probably will mm. cause it, uh, at this point I don't know that Dorsey deserves a shot to make another coaching hire based off of his first one, unless they knew going in, hey, we'll keep Freddie, we'll we'll try to make it work, knowing full well we're going to try to make another run at McCarthy next year. Mm. And see what's up. And, and I wonder if that's why the negotiations on that contract took about two and a half weeks, you know, before the Browns actually made it official, mm. because his Freddie's agent was trying to get some language in there that made it fourth and fifth year type language like Hugh Jackson and the Browns are like, mm, uh, I mean, I guess, but we, we pretty much figure that this isn't going to last very long. So mm. don't give them that fifth year. Right. Right. To figure that out. Interesting. So folks for teams, you need to cheer for this weekend to keep the Browns playoff hopes alive. Uh, we want the Cardinals to beat the Steelers. It's in Arizona. That's that's going to be dicey, but again, it is uh, the fourth-string quarterback, so it's possible. So we're cheering for the Cardinals. We're cheering for the the well. I guess we're cheering for the Raiders, yeah, because the Titans own the the tiebreaker on us. So Tennessee is in Oakland, so we're cheering for the Raiders. And outside of that, I'm just looking at the rest of the AFC. The Colts. I guess we want the Bucks to win to be safe over Indianapolis. And that's really about it. That's the thing, Matt. Like it's it's in a position where we shouldn't be in all these what if scenarios. But that's where that's where we're at. And ultimately, the Browns need to win this game. Period. So, 
Um, th- yeah, there's at least some interest first watching. First and foremost, you got to handle your own business. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's get to our score prediction time, our Cleveland Whiskey score prediction for Bengals facing the Browns. Again, Cleveland's seven and a half point favorites, over under set at 42 in Cleveland at First Energy Stadium. Matt, score, please. 24 23 Browns. 24. Ooh, that close. Woo wee. All right. 24-23, so you're taking the over as well on the uh, on the 42. I'm going to say Browns 35, Bengals 21. An explosion from the Browns. Big running days. And also, hey, you know, I'll go extra bold. Odell Beckham Jr. gets a touchdown. I'm going to whisper it. Touchdown. Get in there, OBJ. Come on. Speak it into existence, buddy. Come Speak on Speak Let's go. Is David Njoku <laughs> no, playing? I'm it from the rooftops. <laughs> Is David Njoku going to play, Matt? Like, the guy's been ready for two weeks, apparently. What's up? Uh, I don't think he is ready. Oh. I think that's why he hasn't played yet. Like, out of shape ready or like? W- well, there's that, but I, I just don't, don't think the Browns have any confidence that he's going to be able to protect himself out there. Because of the hand? Like, the hand's not ready? The wrist isn't ready? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it is. Uh, honestly, I think that's why the last two weeks, he's only been catching passes for like three weeks. And he wasn't that great at catching them before. <laughs> well, that's so, true. That's I, true. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be cute and funny here. I'm just stating the truth. Like, he, he catching passes was very difficult for him. In the best of circumstances, he's not right. This isn't the best of circumstances. And he hasn't played since week two. You're going to expect a guy to plug and play in week 14. He's missed three months of action. Yeah. That's going to be pretty difficult at best. And and the, the tight ends, it, it hasn't exactly been like a, a glaring need. No. Guys have played. made plays. Ricky yeah. Seals Jones has made plays. Demetrius Harris has made plays. Oh, Stephen Carlson has made plays. Yeah, he's looked pretty good so in much spots. So that I had to write about Stephen Carlson this week, okay? Nice. I, and tight end has not been as glaring a weakness without David Njoku as we might want, might have once thought. And I'm sure David wants to get on the field because of that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, eh, we don't really need you. I mean, you weren't doing that much to begin with. He's not blocking. And Carlson adds the benefit of a special teamer as well. Had that nice downed uh, pooch punt um, at the one. So, interesting. Okay. Well, you know what, folks? Let you know us... what word they use to describe... Stephen Carlson this week, Freddie Kitchens and Steve Wilkes, both, or uh, Mike Prefer both. What? Dependable and reliable. Hmm, I like that. I don't think I've ever heard those two words used to describe David and Junkie's abilities on the football field. Well, that's true. Interesting. Yeah, you're right, though. It hasn't been a glaring uh, weakness without him there. Um, all right, folks, that's going to do it. Tweet us your score prediction for Browns hosting the Bengals at AndyMC81, at Matt Fleur Jancic on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, at Matt Flo Sports, myself at AndyMC Sports, and check out all Matt's great work on WKYC.com slash sports. You've been listening to The Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation, Dogs by Nature.